Bourdain. I will be hosting NSH's newest podcast series, Histology Careers, Job Seeking in the Lab, where I will be talking to histology lab managers from across the country. For this interview, I'm sitting down with Nicole Rian. She's the histology team lead at Children's Hospital of Wisconsin in Milwaukee. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today, Nicole. Thank you for having me. Let's talk a bit about the hospital. It's the only independent children's hospital in the state? That is correct. And how large is the hospital? Our hospital has 298 beds. We have over 500 pediatric trained doctors. And how does Children's Hospital rank among pediatric hospitals? Well, it's one of the nation's top pediatric hospitals, ranking among the best in the nation in all 10 specialties, included in the U.S. News and World Report's 2017-2018 Best Children's Hospital Report. It is also a Level 1 Pediatric Trauma Center verified by the American College of Surgeons, and it's the first and largest Level 4 NICU in the state, the highest level possible, recognized by the Wisconsin Association for Perinatal Care. Wow, that's something to be proud of. Let's talk about the lab. I've read that the editors of Medical Lab Observer chose CHW Laboratory as the 2015 Lab of the Year. Can you tell me how this came about? Absolutely. We decided to apply for the MLO Lab of the Year to share all of the amazing things we do here at CHW with others in the lab profession. Since we are an academic teaching and research facility, we have so much to offer our patients and families. It was an honor to be recognized for the amazing work that we do. I really value the team I have working for me. We are a high-performing team and a group that gets along really well together. We offer a full-service histology department, including frozen sections, special stains, immunohistochemistry, immunofluorescence, and Eber in situ hybridization. We also perform all cytoprep and staining on body fluids and FNA cases. We share BAL and CSF cytoprep and staining with the hematology department. Histology processes the FNA samples, which is unique as most adult pathology labs have a cytology department to process cytology and FNA samples. In pediatric pathology labs, cytology prep and processing is usually left up to the histology and or hematology departments. All of our histotechs are trained on all benches in histology. This allows us flexibility in scheduling, and it's really a great opportunity for histotechs to learn and grow. How many histotechs work in your lab? We have a total of five full-time histotechs, including myself. In addition, we have one part-time histotech that helps get our day started from 2.30 to 5 a.m. And we have one histology assistant and one PA. And we have seven specialty board certified pathologists and three clinical PhD scientists. Do you have more than one shift? With the exception of our part-time histotech, we all work on first shift, which is unique. We are staffed from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. All full-time histotechs, including myself, rotate one and five Saturdays, working from 6 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. We don't work Sundays, and we don't work holidays. We don't have on-call. However, if something is needed for a critical patient outside of our normal business hours, one of our histotechs or our PA comes in to help. Like I mentioned earlier, I really do have quite a phenomenal team. Uh, what areas do the pediatric pathologists cover? The pediatric pathologists are responsible for surgical pathology, cytology, autopsy, hematopathology, dermatopathology, neuromuscular pathology, and the other hospital clinical labs. They are also responsible for Children's Research Institute's histology core lab. Our research interests include congenital muscle disorders, placenta and vascular biology, vascular tumors and malformations, pediatric solid tumors, 
sudden infant death syndrome, pharmacogenomics, and global health. About how many specimens per year does the histology lab process? We process approximately 6,000 pediatric surgical pathology specimens with intraoperative frozen sections and in-house ancillary tests. We do about 300 pediatric bone marrow specimens with flow cytometry, 1,000 cytopathology cases. We have about 30 to 40 fetal, perinatal, and pediatric autopsies. And then we also have a pediatric pathology clinical neuromuscular lab that processes 10 to 15 cases annually. I'd also like to mention that we recently implemented a fine needle aspiration service at CHW. Since implementation in July of 2016, we've already performed 40 cases. Are there unique challenges working in a children's hospital? I wouldn't say there are unique challenges, but unique specimens, yes. So there are several tumors that typically present in children. Some of those include Wilms tumors in the kidney, rhabdomyosarcomas, which are tumors in the soft tissue, retinoblastoma, which occur in the eye, Ewing sarcoma and osteosarcomas, which are found in the bone, neuroblastomas, which typically occur in adrenal glands, and many vascular lesions. So tell me how you got interested in histology. To be honest, it was by accident. My major in college was human biology, and in my senior year, my mother asked me what I was going to do with that degree. I told her I had no clue, which prompted her to say, I think now would be a good time to figure that out. Um, I talked to my advisor, and the options of cytopathology and histology were discussed. Knowing that I was a person that didn't like to sit in one place too long, I opted to go the histology route. I can say almost 20 years later, I made the right choice. I truly love the profession, and I've had so many opportunities to learn and grow over the years. I've learned that there is always something new to learn. I've spent over half of my career in a leadership role, and I can tell you that I am never bored. What does your lab look for in a prospective employee? Like most labs, we prefer a tech with experience, but we are definitely open to hiring new grads. Several of my current techs were either fresh out of school or came with one to two years of experience. Technical expertise is important, but we also look for a person that's a good fit for our team. A prospective hire may be interviewed by human resources, the special testing manager, the histology team lead, our medical director, our laboratory director, and the entire histology team. We take selecting a new tech very seriously. What does your lab offer in terms of career development? We have so many opportunities for career development here in our lab. We offer continuing education webinars and faculty staff lectures. In histology, I've been working to mentor techs to perform complete validations on new instrumentation and develop new testing. The laboratory also has a professional development council that promotes the laboratory profession. That council also oversees a REACH, Recognizing Excellence, Expertise, and Achievement at Children's Hospital program that allows staff to develop at an individual level, a department level, and a level beyond the department and or organization. Participants have a year to complete an approved project meeting four different domains. That project is to be completed outside of normal work hours. When the project is complete, the participant presents the project evidence to the Professional Development Council. The Council reviews all submissions and then determines whether the requirements for the project have been met. If a project is deemed complete, the member is awarded REACH dollars that are available for use for continuing education purposes within two years of completion of that project. That's a cool um, project. I haven't heard that. <laughs> uh, 
It is, and it's, 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 it's kind of in its infancy. About three years ago, the lab created this professional development council, and we really wanted to promote the lab profession, and we do. We bring in high school students and tour them around the lab and do question and answer sessions and things, and we bring in even like Girl Scout and Boy Scout kids and have them come in, and we do like a hands-on little workshop and let them look at slides and stuff, but we really wanted to implement this REACH program, and so we have had a REACH program for our nursing staff in the hospital for quite a long time. And so we wanted to be able to mirror that program at a laboratory level. And so when we started this professional development council the first year, we really spent a lot of time figuring out how it was going to work and our application process and our review process and things. But now that it's going, it's, it's really fantastic. We have a, a survey every year, an employee engagement survey, and it talks about professional development. So we decided, you know, we really want to beef this up. And so we have staff lectures and our faculty come in and do lunchtime lectures and we do all these wonderful things because we really wanted to improve that score on our employee engagement survey. And so we have those three different levels. They're bronze, silver, and gold. And based on the projects at a gold level currently, if it's successfully completed, we get $300. A silver is 200 and a bronze is $100. But anything is wonderful when you look at hospital budgets and how things right. are going. Mm -hmm. I did a gold level REACH project, and I was awarded REACH dollars, and I actually used some of those REACH dollars to pay for some of my courses for NSH in Orlando last month. That's great to hear. Yes, it's very cool. It's a very neat program. What suggestions do you have for a new graduate? I would say that I have three things. Number one, always be open to learning new ways of doing things. Number two, don't be discouraged. You know a lot more than you think you know. And number three, never stop learning. When I was a new graduate, I would have never expected to be in a leadership position, nor did I ever expect that I would want to present a workshop at a national level. And I'm pleased to say that I've now presented three workshops for the NSH Annual Convention Symposium over the past few years. What were they? Um, I did a troubleshooting workshop, which was my very first one in Vancouver, and it focused on troubleshooting H&E and special staining. And then my second, I did another workshop on troubleshooting H&Es, and that was in Washington, D.C., and we had quite an issue come up with a, a staining issue in our lab. We had this basophilic debris showing up on some of our hematoxylin slides, and it took quite a while to figure out what the problem was, and I learned so much in that that I decided I wanted to present an abstract to um, tell everybody about it. So that was my second, and then just last month in Orlando, my cytopathology director, Dr. Parsons, and I, we did a workshop on implementing a fine needle aspiration service in a pediatric setting in six short months. So we were given the task of implementing an FNA service for our patients. We found this out on January 1st of 2016, and we needed to have it up and going by July 1st of 2016, and then we made it happen. There was a lot of moving pieces, and we were really proud of what we were able to accomplish, and so we wanted to share that at a national level as well. Are there uh, any schools offering a histotechnology program in your area? I completed my training at St. Joseph's Hospital Marshfield Clinic Histology Program in Marshfield, Wisconsin. 
Um, I actually currently sit on their advisory board for the histology program. It's a phenomenal program, and I really contribute much of my success in my career to the excellent training I had so many years ago. So it really is an honor now to be able to sit on that advisory committee for that wonderful program. Get any students from there? At this point, no, but the students that come out of that program are, they are phenomenal as well, and it's pretty hard to get your hands on one of them because a lot of them already have jobs lined up before they even leave their training program. Well, that's great for them. Yes, it is. Does your lab have any certain criteria or policy about becoming certified? So when we are hiring new histotechs, we prefer a certified HT or HTL. However, if a candidate is board eligible, we definitely will consider them. In the event that we hire an unregistered histotech, it's clearly defined in the offer letter that the histotech must become certified within one year of hire. Do you have any uh, last advice or comments? Um, Karen, I just really want to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share my story with you. I have to say that I've found my niche working for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. Caring for these children and their families really gives my work true purpose. It's my hope for all of you listening out there to find a job that you love, for if you love what you do, it really isn't work. Oh, that's great advice. Uh, thank you, Nicole, for taking the time to tell our histology listeners about working at Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. It sounds like an exciting place to work. Stay tuned for my next Histology Career Podcast episode. For more career resources, check out NSH's Career Center at jobs.nsh.org. Create an account to view jobs in your area, or if you're ready to make a move, you'll receive NSH's quarterly career newsletter featuring histology-focused articles and tips. Thank you for listening to Histology Careers, Job Seeking in the Lab. This is Karen Bourdain. Until next time.